The Illuminati Telegraph. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us again on this wonderful episode 17. We talked about something very interesting an imbalance in the antimatter in protons. Mind blowing for me. If you don't know what that means, fortunately, I'm super smart, so I explained it on this episode. We talked about the coup in Myanmar and what the women are doing with their longies to sap the men of their hapone. That's right. Zap them or sap them of their hapone. They just passed the George Floyd bill, which on the surface seems like an awesome thing, right? Right. And what else am I missing? Fuck, we talk about so much. So, if you don't want ads, subscribe to Patreon, ad-free audio. Um, and video is there as well. We, my band Alfred, just uh, did a show. We're going to have a live record coming out and the live video. I could put it up now, but apparently we're going to get the raw files so we can mix it and stuff. But that hasn't happened yet, so... I hate waiting on people that say they're going to do something and they fucking don't. So if that guy doesn't get us that shit, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Okay. Golgothan. Man, I watched Kettlebell Killer. So funny. Go to Golgothan TV on Twitch and um, on the Tuesday feed. They do one like every day. On Tuesday, Jesse does Kettlebell Killer. Dude, I loved it. I loved it. Check that out. Check out our record, uh, Black Matter Lives by Metamorphicon. That's me and Jesse's last record we did together. It's a hip-hop record with real instruments, and I rap. I know, I rap. Go hate it. Share it with your friends and tell them, Hey man, look at this dorky dude who started a podcast and thinks he can rap. Check this dumb shit out. Do it. Get me some plays. Get me some plays. Bad media is good media. Bad publicity is good publicity. Feel me? So, yeah, this episode kicks a lot of ass. Thanks for joining us. We're, we're trying to do one a week, and so far it's going good. We're tracking them one a week, but I haven't necessarily edited and put them up. But hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. So join us. Smoke your bowl. Fix your coffee. Fix your tequila and orange juice. Crack open a natural light. Whatever it is that gets you going. Light it up. Crack it open and surf the infinite wave of fascination. I just got done practicing the mandolin. How was that? It was awesome, but it required that I change my sound output. I'll accept it. So yeah, why do I feel like I'm doing a podcast with a... Are we recording yet? I started recording. Uh, okay, yeah. I am good to go. What's up, man? Yeah. What's up? I was going to ask you, why does it feel like I'm doing a podcast with a a, a drug dealer now? Um, you got like four different phone numbers no, from all man. these weird area codes like in Las Vegas and shit. I feel let, like you just let, keep let, giving out let, burner let, numbers. That's why people What is are going on, man? I changed my number. Uh, I'm just more but I, ch- I had to change it again. Okay, so when I changed it, 
seven. Can you still hear me? Your video. There you are. Yeah, Se- I still hear you. Seven two zero is another Denver area code, as well as three zero three. When I, I spoke, it shows up as Las Vegas or like Nevada. Nevada. Here's what happened: is the T-Mobile agent said, um, "There's no more three zero three area codes available. What do you want?" I said, "Just do seven zero two, the other Denver one." And I mixed it. It's seven two zero. That's why I have a, a Nevada area code. I was, I was <laughs> dyslexic. Is the first whenever you texted me that. So we should tell people what you. It was kind of funny, actually. You should tell people what you texted me to introduce your new phone number with a link included in it. So it looked like one of those scam things. You did a you did a fantastic job. Uh, Do you still on, have it? Just, yeah, I still have it. Hold on, I'm gonna read it. So I get a, a text message from this random number, seven hundred two area. I don't know fucking anybody with a seven hundred two area code number, and this is what it says. It has the uh well, first of all starts off with like emojis exclamation point exclamation point oh shit you can't see it oh well have you heard if you've purchased Pfizer vaccine you could be at risk of CAA surveillance protocol services violation respond with your social security number for safe risk free scanning act now patriots in all capital <laughs> letters with the red alarm symbol a brazil flag like just a bunch of random countries flags i don't know all these countries i just know brazil and canada and then a flag with a triton on it where we go one and then then he's like just kidding i got a new number and i just i knew fucking (laughs) immediately i was like all right the only one who would send me some shit like this would definitely be dylan so and so i called you on it even though it was some random area code with a 702 number las vegas and i Or not Las Vegas, Nevada. I was like, I know nobody in Nevada. Who the fuck is this? That must be why people are reacting very different about my number. Like, Kurt said the same thing. Are you a drug mule? I was like, no, it's just a new number. But I didn't know it was Nevada until late. I was like, oh, that's why. Who the fuck is Nevada calling me? Yeah, that's why. Anyway, I had to keep a little shit about new phone number i don't want to go change it a third time to get a denver air you know what i'm saying so it's just i'll just leave you're it you're really gonna look like a drug dealer this dude is new phone numbers ever after every drop what is his deal yeah just get the burner phones and break them in half like breaking bad that's what I th- that's what i thought you were doing at first that's hilarious anyway but yeah i'm doing well i just wanted to uh poke a little bit of fun about your uh your appearance uh, almost as a drug dealer with all your new phone numbers. Yeah. Yeah. We have a couple more articles we're going to talk through again tonight. Hopefully you guys are enjoying us getting the episodes out on a little more frequent basis. Um, So yeah, we're going to talk about new COVID protocols at certain Los Angeles schools. Uh, We're going to talk about male contraceptives the new George Floyd police reform bill. Um, interesting, an interesting story about protesters in Myanmar. And then a fun physics article that um, we did not get to last week. On, yeah, let's I'm start rather, off with that one. Huh? Take it away, man. This is your, your area of expertise. I, I struggle to wrap there, my right? hand, my head around uh, 
on around these articles. So if you want to kind of kick it off and, and start off with what it what it talks about, and I'll try and translate to my dumb understanding of it all as well. Okay. Well, let me see here. Scientists discovered there is an imbalance in the types of antimatter in a proton. So protons and neutrons, they have antiprotons and antineutrons that represent the antimatter, which is like black matter, the negative space, I guess. Which makes me think about string theory and you know, for me, there's a negative me. And to, bal- yeah, to balance the universe, you have to have the negative anti as well. It's like a yin and a yang showing up here in science. So weird. Uh, they don't know why there's an imbalance in the types of antimatter. Protons and neutrons are collectively, collectively referred to as nucleons. They are the building blocks of atomic nuclei nuclei and account for more than 99% of visible mass in the universe. What was that? Nucleons? Yeah, so it's basically the protons, what they're made of. They are not fundamental particles themselves, but rather made up of fundamental constituents, like quarks and gluons. This is where it gets weird. Let me pull up the article. I should have yeah, had And they have a cool it. image in the article to make it a little bit more visual. Like they have a Oh, do you have it? Can you share it? But... Yeah. Yeah, sure. I can share it. There are several types of quarks, the lightest of which are called up and down quarks, two different ones. These are most likely to be found in nucleons. If you look at a photon, you'll see three valence quarks, which means the combining power of an element, how strong they bond. So there will be two up and one down. I don't know what that means, but just two ups and one's down, one down. And this is interesting. The gluons and, and quark... Wait, what the fuck? You might also see gluons and quark-antiquark pairs. So the quarks and the antiquarks to those quarks pair with the gluons. Those things. Right here, right? Yeah. Uh, antimatter counterparts of quarks. That's the antiquark counterparts. That's the word I was looking for. The, the gluons transiently appear and disappear. No, wait, wait, wait. The quark and anti-quarks transiently appear and disappear inside the gluon. That picture shows the gluons disappearing, though, right? It's that swirly thing. The gluon so I, is what actually binds the, the quarks, yeah, quarks the together. Yeah, the gluon binds it. That whole thing just disappears. That whole structure disappears. It comes in and out of existence, basically. Dude, how trippy is that? It's like... The main components being this... This... Uh, these two ups and this one down. Being the main component. And the rest. And these are just additional gluons and quarks and anti-quarks in the proton. But I think what gives it its I guess it's charge anyway yeah how do they proceed. discover this stuff um, I don't know people it, way smarter than us I love when we try to sit here and read the articles and figure out what they're talking about I know 
trying to break. I have an elementary understanding of this shit. Like, I mean, the understanding that. you have to have in order to conduct these experiments. It's like being able to learn a guitar riff and being able to write that guitar riff. Those are two different things. Right. We're trying to learn the guitar riff right now. I mean, we are so <clears throat> far behind. <laughs> We're so far behind. <laughs> but hey, it's interesting shit. And we people should try to uh, to make this more mainstream news than, you know, what, what's going on with the fucking Bachelor. We should all be paying attention to this shit as a society instead. Even yeah. if you are too dumb to understand it. Anyway. Yeah. Proceeds. My bad. Yeah, how could you combine quirks and anti-quirks in a Bachelor storyline? Wouldn't. There's no discussion of this on The Bachelor. Yeah, they don't talk about this shit. They found that and down anti-quirks are more prevalent than up anti-quirks. They're trying to quantify the probability distributions of the different types of antimatter in the proton. And I think what's happening is the probability distributions don't make sense. They can't explain it. It still trips me out that stuff's just disappearing and coming back. It's transiently appearing and disappearing and coming back. That's that spirit shit I was talking about. Remember one of the last episodes? How I thought deep in the quantum world lies the answers to ghosts. I think they're just popping in and out. Maybe they're like, it's like large scale gluon activity. Paranormal ghost sightings. Hmm. Weird. It is weird stuff. It's difficult to understand because it is foreign to, to our, I guess, the, the our the three D world we interact with every day. You know, when you get to that microscopic level and you have these transient components of an atom flashing in and out of existence, mm-hmm. from what we can observe, at least, it's like, man, it's really, really trippy. And, you know, uh, now, so the controversy is there's more down, there's more down antimatter than up antimatter in a proton, which is unexpected because a proton has, why is that so unexpected, I guess, is my question to you. What it? Uh, Remember that question because the answer might be yet to come. But we'll double back to it. Well, that's a good question. Why? What was your question again? Basically, this, the observed antimatter asymmetry. Oh, there, okay. Proton, why is that? I, I, I forget how I originally phrased the question, but it was basically... Scientists why discovered is it, why is it important that there is more down I'm sorry yeah, down antimatter than up antimatter in a proton than expected. Did they expect it to be the other way around or something? Um there are several types of quarks, the lightest of which are called up and down. These are most likely to be found in nucleons. So they're expecting to see I'm talking about the ratio of those in a proton. Yes. Which is what talking about they don't have an agreed theoretical explanation 
Does that make any sense? Yeah, There's an imbalance in the types of antimatter. Like we just don't understand it. <clears throat> but I get what you're saying. What do they expect and why? Yeah, like did they already have a proposed theory that this uh, this observation um, debunked? Or we just, hey, we just discovered it's like, oh, hey, cool. We never noticed this before. It's cool for us to, we don't understand it, but we never noticed. You know, you know what I'm saying? Is it just a, was there some theory that this was debunking that was already in place about what we expected to observe as far as the ratio of this antimatter inside of a proton? Uh, there is a part I see here. It's about flavor symmetries in an experiment in the 90s, which is further ahead than where I'm at now. So I'm going to continue, <clears throat> and I think it'll answer that. Okay, my bad. I, I think uh, you're good. They they um they do have some stuff in the 90s that this is building off of. So, like you said earlier, the gluon is the fundamental force that binds these things. It's a mediator in these interactions in protons. Quarks in a proton interact with each other through the gluons. The gluons can interact with each other and can also disassociate into quark-antiquark pairs. These pairs are known as C-quarks. So at some point, they're like, ah, we're out, and they go make their own little corner. They finally stop appearing and disappearing. And they show up forever. The probability... Does it show it right there? The C-quark? That's the C-quark right there. The probability of up and down antiquarks appearing in the photon are the same. Okay, so maybe what they find in reality is that there's actually more of one than the other, and they don't know why. There's like an imbalance. Because mathematically, the probability predicts they'll be the same, but they actually find the opposite. Okay, I see. Yeah, this yeah. paragraph lays it out. So the probability of up and down antiquarks appearing in this proton is the same, uh, the antiquarks are said to be flavor symmetric. This picture seemed to hold until the 1970s when several experiments provided tantalizing hints that this flavor symmetry of having the same probability of up and down antiquarks, uh, this flavor symmetry could be broken. Um, and they've done several ex explanations as to far as how this could uh, occur. Let me click on the reference here. It's going to be some article I, w I do not understand. So not me let, it, let me not even click on it. <laughs> the experiment they do is really interesting <clears throat> and makes sense what they're doing at CERN, the Large Hydron Collider. They fire a proton beam directly at a target, like atoms. Mm. They, cho they choose what atoms. They fire a proton beam at it. And uh, any quark or anti-quark that collides with its opposite sign equivalent in the nucleon target is annihilated. So they go away. But it produces a transient quantum fluctuation. Like if you were to clap your hands with a microphone, you'd see the thing. <clears throat> Same concept, but just on their quantum machines with proton beams. It makes, it makes some kind of tra transient quantum fluctuation that they measure, and it decays into a pair of particles. When it goes away, an electron and an anti-electron, or a muon Those and an anti-electron. Yeah, after they collide, and the it's 
opposite equivalent collides and they go they they are annihilated it makes a wave that they detect and that wave turns into these particles electron anti-electron or muon and anti-muon and they use liquid hydrogen or and deuterium gas as targets to collide uh then analyze the muon anti-muon pairs produced by that fluctuation and the information about the probability distributions of those anti-up and anti-downs down quarks are calculated in that experiment so i think that's what they're doing at cern is just colliding stuff all day trying to find out what's at the center what of the building blocks to life yeah. and matter are yeah this is the actual experiment i guess that they're doing because i know i speculated about it a few episodes back about how they're running back into eastern mysticism about how everything is nothing because that's what they find and that's what cern is doing is it's like they you know people thought the atom and the building blocks of nature were understood when they discovered atoms but the further they went like here in this experiment they realize oh there's there's just nothing there or they can't predict it whatever yeah so like these experiments that they did they did it looks like they did it in 94 and they did it in um 2001 and they both suggested that there are more anti-down quarks in the proton than anti-up quarks. At the fraction momentum studied in the experiment, the the EA eighty eight six six new C data were consistent with that result, which is the other experiment they did. Uh, both had large experimental uncertainties. Um, let's see. Okay, so it covered a range of fractional momenta and showed an interesting trend as the fractional momentum increased from tip values typical of C, C quarks to those associated with valence quarks. The probability distribution seems to switch from deficit to an excess of anti-up quarks compared with anti-down quarks. Um, so then they, they're unsure of why that might be. So basically, as we're blasting it with these protons and we're observing the breakdown of these different uh, electrons and anti-electrons. We're seeing we we're we're not understanding how what why the the distribution either switches from an excess to a um whatever what's the, what's the word for uh, what's the antonym for excess deficit deficit yeah an excess or a deficit between the between the quarks it makes me so. wonder because for me i'm not i don't really care about why there's an imbalance i want to know more about these gluons and quarks transiently appearing and disappearing that is trippy to me and i think maybe the laws that this maybe is it's just a limitation in the instrumentation that we have to observe these things yep that's kind of, I was getting at the other end of that, which is maybe those gluons are tapping in from a parallel dimension that has better 
more advanced laws or different laws. Yeah. So it's it's mixing in over here, and we don't know why because, like you said, our limitations and in instruments. So maybe, maybe those gluons are really looking at the the software code of the simulation we're all living inside of. Whoa, man. Whoa. The software code of the simulation is right there. Man, that's crazy. That's what we're looking at when we look at wow. gluons. Because, and... I mean, I guess if you could figure out the what and the whys of this, you could alter the properties of atoms, thus being able to change the code and rewrite what, you know, existence. That makes sense, right? To us. Maybe these physicists would tell us we sound like dumbasses and what we're talking about is not possible, but... Yeah, they'd give a long answer that I would not understand. Yeah. I would just nod like, oh... It's interesting. I enjoy trying to uh, read through these articles each week and try, and my, my, my yeah. brain just struggles to understand it, but it's fun. Yeah, that's why I like doing these. I always save these I articles, and I never read them, so this is fun. Yeah, and I, you know, I read it beforehand like, man... Do I understand this enough to talk about it on a podcast? Eh, yeah, fuck it. We'll give it a shot. I didn't. But uh, it's all right. We learn together, guys. Learning together, guys. This That's one, what we're going to do. But it is interesting, though. I, I do kind of feel like maybe it is like kind of, you know, when you start talking about being able to understand how an atom or a proton is built, that kind of is looking at like the software language of our 3D universe. And once you're able to manipulate that, you kind of have like God tier, God tier status, right? At that point, yeah. As a as a species, manipulating genes and manipulating. We are we already can manipulate gene uh, genes with CRISPR with bacteria that can uh, that we can manipulate to eat certain parts of a of a gene. Crazy. Wow. Do you know what they've been doing with that? I I haven't read up on any of that. They've been doing it with pigs or people. Have they created any beings? No, they haven't. At least what's officially out there, as far as I know, they haven't. There's no superhumans they, that they've tried creating with it. See, the problem is we don't have a, a good enough understanding of the human genome and what all of these different genes do and how they affect each other for us to really go in there and start to uh, manipulate them without it fucking up a bunch of other things that happen in the human body. That's not to say that I'm sure maybe some countries like, you know, in, in other parts of the world that don't have as strict of human rights uh, policies as we have here in the United States aren't already doing experiments or looking at ways to take advantage of that technology. Because I'm I don't know, maybe they are. But yeah, as far what, as what's officially out there is not what the, what they're attempting to use it for is to catch these genetic diseases and alter the genes early, right? Or before the person's born in order to, um, to stop these genetic diseases that they can catch or, uh, with, with these known genetic mutations. Mm. And I believe they're also able to do it in uh, humans that are already living as well, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see. Dude, there's already enough people skeptical about vaccines can you imagine a world where instead of a vaccine, you have to go get your gene mutation surgery done? Like, you, I got to go get my GMS. I'm getting my GMS. I qualify. Essential worker, go and get my genes mutated. Oh, where is it at? 
Uh, there's like an office behind Costco, and you go and they put you in this scanner and boop 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 like a TSA thing for like 20 minutes, and they just roast you, and then you walk out kind of feeling dizzy, and then yeah. Uh, it's, it's so, man. Okay, so Walter Isaacson just wrote a book about. Who the fuck is Walter uh, Isaacson? He's an author that does a bunch of biographies. Um, I love he just did one called The Code Breaker um, on basically what exactly what we're talking about, gene editing and the future and the human race. And it's on this woman, Jennifer Doudna, Doudna, Doudna. And they, uh, they're talking about the part she played in developing CRISPR. And so, and it also states they're already led to experimental treatments for Huntington's disease, sickle cell anemia, as well as certain cancers. So, I mean, it is a good thing, you know, it's good technology to have, but it's like, hey, that technology may be in the wrong hands, could be kind of sketch. Yeah, don't let the CIA get a hold of it. They've probably already got the patent. Yeah. yeah. No shit, they probably do. It's probably already CIA technology. Speaking of technology getting into the hands of people, the next article that tripped me out was the COVID-19 daily pass in this L.A. school. So, yeah, this one was interesting for me to read because I do this for work every day already. Do you know what? that? You have to do a it's daily exact, pass? exact, like, check-in that, they, that basically exactly what they're no doing. I have to do way. it for my job every day. No way. So like when I read this, I'm like, oh, yeah, they're just doing it. I have to do a check in just like this. I have to take a home health test. Right. Which can consult, which is basically me. Do you feel sick? Do you have you been around anyone who's been infected in the last four? Like all these questions that you have to answer. Yes or no. Dude, that is hilarious. All right. Whenever I hit it, then when I hit it, then all right, I'll take my home test. Then when I get to the store, I have to. There's a little QR code on the at the door of the store, so I have to scan that with my phone. It wow. pulls up there. It pulls up there, like health test, health oh, screening at the door, man. and so I have to answer all their questions, right? Bum 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 bum, and uh, then it checks me in for a certain amount of hours, and I have this like timer with an uh, with a countdown on. It. I'm supposed to go like recheck in. I, I never do. I only do it at the beginning of the day because like on camera, you have to show a manager that hey, I did my test or whatever for, before they even let you in the building. And then there's a built-in thermometer on the wall. And so, like, I have to take the test and then I have to go, boop, and let the let the, the manager checking in. Look at the temperature that, that comes up, like, oh, oh, he's good. Like, after I scan myself on the wall, then they see the temperature's good. Then I can walk in and, and go and start my job. Wow. You know, the conspiracy theorists. So when me- I read this, and we're going to talk about, talk about this, like, this is what kids are going to have to basically do to go to school. So, like, I was not surprised at all. I was already doing this. Whenever you see me this, I'm like, oh, this is nothing. But I, I, I see, wow. I understand how crazy it is. But, yeah, that's, that's, you have to do that at most places where you work now. Wow. I deal with the public. So, anyway, proceed. Wow. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut, I cut you off, like, twice. Wow. That's, this is that social credit thing being ushered in that eventually all businesses and people are going to have to check into this app that will be monitored by government 
and this and that. And we talked about that law about private companies that can make their own government. So as these private companies are monitoring you through their products, working at their businesses, they're just going to report you. It'll be this big. But conspiracy theorists immediately said when COVID talks started to happen that this was the plan and it was shot down and never, you know what I'm saying? And it's like conspiracy theorists are right again. And it's just crazy, you know? It's really crazy. This is wild. Yeah. I mean, because if you don't get the vaccine or, you know, right now it seems harmless because it's just checking your health and just scan. Bah, bah, bah. So let's tell people what this, what this article was, right? So, so the Los Angeles School District is partnering with Microsoft, of course, uh, to introduce COVID-19 Daily Pass app for kids. Um, so students, so basically students will have this health check that they'll basically take at home from what I understand on it. And they're going to be given this scannable QR code. And from what this reads, the, the, you have to basically print out, print out the QR code that you bring to the school, which I, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like you expect these parents to like be printing, printing shit every day, like printing a QR code every day for these kids to bring to school anyway. Um, but basically, they have to have shown that they have a negative test result for COVID-19, show no symptoms, and have a temperature of under 100 degrees. Um, then even after they're given this ticket, they're granted access to school, but still required to wear masks and social distance. Um, they actually have a little video, a little propaganda video on it. You want to yeah. play that? Yeah, man. This reminds me of the propaganda videos we had to watch in Christian school. Like of a guy smoking a cigarette and the guy's like, come on, man, that's not cool. Like every now and then we'd have to watch some random video like, all right, I got to show you all this video. It's like, this is biology class. Why are you showing us a random video on how to be more Christian? So, so this was the propaganda explainer video that was, uh, you know, sent, I guess, to parents and kids. It's a little two minute video. So is the audio good? Yeah, I don't hear it. Still can't? No. You might hear it on your end. I don't hear it on mine. Hear it on... Sorry, guys. I don't know how to work that audio both ways. Well, it worked whenever I played the uh, the beer commercial last time. Uh, barely. I had to volume automate that section up. Okay. Never yeah. mind. All right. Well, anyway, you can go watch. There is like this little cartoon video that explains. It starts with. Uh, this little girl like, Mom, I'm scared about going back to school. I don't want to get sick, and I don't want to get you and Dad sick. Um, and then they show like this daily pass as the great solution for safely being going, being able to go back to school. Uh, play, play it anyway without the audio. You want me to play without the audio? Yeah, let's talk shit on this thing. I feel like there's a lot of... Well, I, I'd like to break down that symbol right there with the sun behind, you know, that little rising sun just, logo. Look at that eh. thing. Zoom. Full screen that and pause that. What's what is all that right there? It's a sun with a pencil, which I'm guessing is I don't know. I guess the sun could, if I was trying to not be conspiracy minded, the sun would just be like, hey, they're in Los Angeles, the sunny area of um, the country, and then you have the little kids, right? The small and the big little kid, and then you have the pencil right here. But if I was being conspiracy-minded, look at all the fucking pyramids, right? We got a pyramid right here at the top of the pencil. No, I'm just oh, my God, dude. Ha. 
Dude, this is see whenever you this, what I thought about with this was the way I mean from pop music to products to new ways of culture, you get at the kids first. So this propaganda indoctrination video like this, getting at the kids first, uh, specifically in L.A. where trends are set nationally. Like if someone wears some ugly fucking pair of chrome Yeezys in Minnesota, no one cares. If they do it in L.A., it catches on. Or New York. So having this new generation of kids grow up where this extreme caution and fear. I mean, this video is showing fear. I'm scared, mommy. And like, quote unquote, I'm scared, mommy and daddy. Thank you for keeping me safe. I don't die. So this new type of culture coming up in LA in the next 15, 20 years, you know, you're going to just like people want to go to better colleges that have more facilities and they're, they're going to want to go to LA where these schools just have all these COVID checks and we can be super safe. And I just fucking don't feel right in this dirty school. If I just get out of here and just, you know, a nice place like LA, it, it changes culture. You're going to have a whole yeah. new cult- culture in the next two decades that are just all about just being afraid of a virus, you know? And then we're going to be the old rednecks that are like back in my day, you know, this is how it happens. Like back in my day, we didn't have to wear ma- masks everywhere. Now, like, this is going to be the new that's what i think of with this coming through la yeah kids schools because kids i agree 100 percent with that and and you're right like the rest of the country does kind of follow trend with these big metro areas so what they push in Mm -hmm. these big metro areas in these narratives definitely it's it's a long game trickle their way down the whole great reset and the georgia guidestones is talking about changing everything by 2020 uh by 2030 2040 you know so this is a long game and it's going to take the same time frame that the great reset they're saying you know how these like un leaders and stuff like great reset great reset new normal great reset um and the georgia guidestones plans for long term you do you know about the georgia guidestones i think we had talked about it a little bit Briefly. but um yeah. But it's just ironic that that same time frame for them to complete the Great Reset by 20... And this is a conspiracy. This is what people are saying, like leaders are talking about this in their press conference. They keep plugging this Great Reset concept. Yeah, it's going no, to take a couple not, decades. That's not conspiracy, but yeah. Yeah, it's going to take a couple decades, and that's how long it's going to take for these new kids and young kids in these schools to grow up when they're us and it's just this new culture around and these kids, what I was saying, there's no science that kids are dying left and right at school from COVID. So all this idea about making the school safer, you would think that they would do something about mass shootings first, right? Well, they're even doing it from the angle of like, Oh, um, I don't want to bring it home to your dad and get you and mommy yeah. and daddy sick. And so like you're getting, yeah. they're, they're making the kid feel afraid. Like, even if you're not afraid for yourself, like you're a little asshole, little shit. If you bring home some sickness to your parents, unless you yeah. follow by these right, right, right. procedures and it's guidelines. The, outlined it's making the kid feel guilty. Like the yeah. kid's responsible, but like they never even put guards at yeah. a bunch of schools after the no shit. But here they are, like all this technology and apps and scanning. You know how much fucking money and tech that is? But they didn't even think to put more guards 
after Columbine. Yeah, man. Like this whole we care about kids' safety on the surface to anybody with a brain is obviously fucking horseshit. And it hasn't paid attention in the last two years to, you know, kids being shot at massacred at school. Like, what are you talking about? Kid safety, QR codes and temperature checks. It's so fucking crazy. They're just redesigning culture in front of our eyes and no one wants to really pay attention about, about it. Yeah. Play that motherfucker. The Illuminati Telegraph. That motherfucker. Oh, she's cooking carrots. It's very humanizing. The kid's looking at homework. I don't want to get sick. I don't want to get you and Dan sick. The mom looks stressed and tired and worried about her kid. Oh, mess. Everybody mess. All the different identities. Asian girl, black kid, white kid. Gotta show everybody with a mask. Microsoft. That's the trippy part is that Microsoft is the tech company doing this, man. The the pass. How the fuck is Bill Gates the vaccine guy and the new... This is what the app looks like, so you... uh... How is he doing all this? Uh, Bill Gates is Bill Gates is not part of Microsoft anymore, so I think he's a board member, maybe, but... He's a beast, man. Oh, so you can, you, you test, you, you, so this is them booking your COVID test that you get once a week. In the moment vaccination is available, you'll be able to schedule yours through your daily pass. Is this to kids, though? Interesting. That's what I got to do before work. Boom. Checklist. And then oh. see, it shows them printing. Like, you're going to expect these, like, I would be like, fuck you. I'm not printing a pass every day to send my kid to school. You know how much ink and paper that you waste? All the parents are going to be like, fuck you. This isn't going to go well. Look at this shit. Nice. Talk about green. They're going to waste all that paper every morning. Just trash it. And then so they have a dude out front of the school, like, just scanning their, their passes to let them in every day. And they show the heartwarming part at the end. Oh, the concerned dad. Concerned dad. Where's my baby at? Oh, there she is with her mask on, all nice and safe. How'd it go? Why is he not wearing his mask? Oh, she she took it off. Okay. Dad, I have to admit I was scared at first, and then I felt so safe. It was so good to be back. Thanks for keeping me safe. I love you so much. Wow. Yep, that was a little propaganda video. There you go. This is very bleak, man. <laughs> it's fucking wild. It's very bleak. It's, and then, so you've heard about also about there's a ton of talk about vaccine passports coming up too, man. Yeah. Like that's a real, that's on the horizon. They're doing that in some other countries like New Zealand, other places yeah. are doing that. Yeah. And you can't push back because then you're a right wing domestic terrorist and they just passed laws to crack down on dissidents, man. And so it was, this it isn't funny. a joke, you know, they're, no. they're, so it, it, they're I ready to crack funny. down on people. So I think oh, I'm not saying you thought it was funny. I'm just no. like, man, this is like serious. It's happening now. Yeah, oh, it's, it's happening now. It's not so, going to be long that you can't speak out and agents are going to come find you. Check this out. So I was I, I was and I don't remember if I talked about this on the last podcast. So I'm sorry if I did already. But uh, I was laying in bed the other morning and just kind of was starting to wake up. And the news was playing in the background because Tiffany sleeps with the TV on. And so um they had they were going over this segment about vaccine passports. And in the segment they were talking about how 
you know, these different companies are considering requiring vaccines under the user services and how these different people are lobbying to try and get it pushed as a, as a mandate where you have to have a, a vaccine passport to do certain things in public, right? Like attend sporting events and all these different things. And even in that segment, they're talking about, hey, you know what? This might not be... Uh, there are people that are concerned about the ethic the F ethics behind vaccine passports because hey let's face it not everyone is uh, is able to get the vaccine so then you have natural discri discrimination against people who are disproportionately affected in areas that are unable to have access to the vaccine or certain age groups that don't have access to the vaccine and now suddenly you're discriminated against because you don't have a vaccine so even this segment was arguing kind of like, hey, there is a slippery slope. we got to be careful with this type of thing here. I, that makes and a lot of sense. they cut back. They cut back to the news anchors, which is like CBS or something like that in the morning. It was a, one of the big morning shows. And they're like, uh, all of them are like, oh, yeah, you know what? I just don't agree with that. I think, every, I think vaccine passports are a great idea. And I think everyone definitely needs, like, I don't, I don't really care if, they're all just basically like, I don't really care if people are concerned about vaccine. I think everyone needs to get a vaccine. It only works if everyone gets it. So uh, it shouldn't be an issue. It's like, like it was obvious like that, that the narrative that they were going to push as a news organization was going to be, you know, fuck you. Even if you don't agree with getting the vaccine, like you better get the vaccine passport or else you're an asshole. And it's like, all right, well, what about people like my mom who has severe allergies and, um, I think the last time she got like a flu vaccine or something like that, she had like a severe anaphylactic allergic reaction to it. And it's like she doesn't get vaccines because of that. Are you going to penalize people like her that don't like she's not a fucking vaccine conspiracy. She was vaccinated, you know, as a child, like she's not this person that doesn't believe in vaccines. She literally has life threatening allergies mm -hmm. and she's concerned about getting another vaccine, which, you know, what I'm, I don't want her to roll the fucking dice and try and figure out, oh, hey, you know what? I don't know if this was tested on people that like you that have these severe allergies to certain medications and certain things. Like, I, I don't want to let her roll the dice on that. And that has nothing to do with me believing or not believing in the vaccine. I just so it kind of like hearing shit like that kind of pisses me off a little bit. And then they're right. Like, right. What about the people that are, are unable to get vaccines that or um in areas where it's inaccessible, you know, it's like, yeah. what and do you fucking do about those people? I mean, but what about no, you're an you're an asshole though if you don't if you don't if you don't want I want to get your vaccine passport. I'd rather be an asshole than a whole ass. And then, anyway, so I'm probably gonna end up having to get the vaccine. Honestly, at some mm -hmm. point, I, I'm gonna probably be forced into it. It is what it is, but not particularly happy about it. God and then, speed, they, soldier. then they just had this story about this 39 year old healthy, healthy chick, 39 years old. Was she hot? Uh, you want to see a picture of her? Um, sure. Well, I'll just pull up the story. If she's not at least the Detroit Seven, I don't, I don't want to hear any more about this boring article. <laughs> what? She's from Utah. That was her. She's like a Utah 12. A Utah 12. <laughs> this is so fucking disrespectful. Oh, yeah. Tell it. Sorry, man. I didn't. I, I totally. <laughs> but she did die. <laughs> oh, my God. But uh, no, she. Uh, so wow. she was all by all accounts healthy, happy, had a lot of energy. 
Um, anyway, I read this. It was I did. It was hard for me to read this shit. I can't read stuff about people's kids. Fucking, nine. it was from the the perspective of the dad. The dad was like a military guy, and um, his daughter daughter lived with him, and his grand his daughter and his grandchildren lived with him. Um, she took the vaccine, had flu like symptoms for a couple of days, and basically, like on the third day or the fourth day. Uh, whenever she woke up, she knew something was wrong. She went into the room, which is like, she asked her dad to drive her to the local ER. You know, by the time she, she got there, she's throwing up. Um, they run a blood test. They're like, oh shit, her liver is not functioning. Um, so they end up giving her a bunch of fluids. They rush her to this other center. They tell her that her best chance of survival is a liver transplant. And, um, so... But they never even got a chance to do that. She, she, they, they couldn't get her stable. She ended up just dying from her her liver, kidney, and heart shutting down. Um, she's totally healthy. This happened four days after the vaccine. Second shot, you know. And then they're even saying in this article, like, "Hey, they're going to do an autopsy, but the the chances of it being found that the vaccine is linked is slim to none. Like, it's very hard, difficult to prove that." So they're not going to say it was cause of the vaccine or anything like that. I can guarantee you this will go nowhere. But, um, you know, stories like that, like that scares the shit out of me. Like I wouldn't want that to be someone I know or love, you know, being forced to take the fucking vaccine and having a horrible reaction to it where their yeah. liver shuts down. And yeah. they fucking die. And I understand like I'm, millions of people have already taken it and they're fine. I get it, you know. But I think that sh- it, it's it, uh, it's like a slippery slope to like, force where you start to force people to take it i, that, I mean i think about that the, have yeah. these conditions that may you know may cause these really adverse health effects yeah i mean that's a totally fair point that's just more paperwork for people because now your mom has to get paperwork to prove that event happened and she's like well where's the documents for the but i mean it's gonna get documents and call doctors and blah, no, blah, she's blah. already taught she's already gonna she's like i'm just gonna risk it. i'm gonna take it. i'm like fuck that like i don't want you to like fuck that and she's worried because, you know, we're about to have a kid and she wants to be able to see the baby. And uh, and she knows she's not going to be able to come, definitely going to be able to come to the hospital to see the baby because all these COVID restrictions and stuff like that. And, you know, all that shit's important for, for, for my mother is too, for my mm-hmm. mom too, you know. Yeah. The, uh, the thing about vaccines for me, um, other than those reactions immediately for people, is the long-term effects because... Apparently, there's attributes of this vaccine that alter DNA, if this is true or not. But I think about the long-term effects. Is there something, is there some process put in place in my body from something else they put in here that's going to take 15 years for me to develop, like, like it turns on an aluminum, like it turns on a receptor that absorbs aluminum and blocks it from processing out. So over the years, you just like <clears throat> build up aluminum in your brain and then die of dementia at 60. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, is, is there some weird that you won't know for 20 years? It's not even about, hey, I took the vaccine. I feel fine now. I'm good. It's like 20 years from now, I'm still going to be sitting here wondering. Like is, That scares the shit out of me. It's like, is, is my back going out? No matter what I do, because that vaccine has just been fucking with me for twenty years. So like, yeah, like, you, like am I going to start shaking? For you, is that every time you got sick from anything, even if it wasn't a vaccine related, you'd be like, and "Did the it, vaccine it, do this to me?" No, it wouldn't be that bad. But I would, I would think about cognitive decline, nervous system, body function, the way I walk. 
you know, like not if I get the flu or I have a headache or something, but you know, when I'm 45, I just, I would just wonder, like, I wonder now if I get the vaccine, anybody gets the vaccine. I just wonder what these 20 year long, because if they're really, really fucking with this vaccine, like they haven't before, you know, this is unprecedented stuff and they're doing unprecedented shit. You know, Operation Warp Speed, bypassing bureaucracy, getting Johnson and Johnson and Pfizer to rush this vaccine. They're not liable for deaths and shit. They're not liable for anything because of, op- you know, this is unprecedented, sketchy shit. And this DNA manipulation talk in the middle of this, RNA manipulation talk in the middle of this, it makes me think, man, if conspiracy theorists are right again. I don't want to fucking risk. You know what? If it just puts cancer in motion, like my dog Chico, he was healthy. I fed him great, but he died of cancer that he got long before because I didn't find it till it was metastasized and he had six days left to live. So it's like, what caused that cancer in his lungs? Where did that start? Was it chemicals in the park grass that he ate in Denver? Because they sprayed a shit ton. My chihuahua breaks out on his belly the second he touches that grass from the apartments because they spray so much. So it's like there's those chemicals are just saturated in these public places. So I just wonder, like, did he eat this grass? And then, because I don't smoke cigarettes with him, I feed him top-notch shit, even bones. He never yeah, gets any, you know what I'm saying? I walk him. He was healthy. So it's like, how did he get cancer? It must have been, I think it was all that spray and it just caused cancer and it spread through his body. So it's like, what if? Strong possibility, you know? You don't know until it's too late. You know, you could have this vaccine could trigger some process with people. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's scary. But like, like I said, there's, uh, it, bro, it's going to be inevitable that you have to fuck. You're going to be forced to take this shit to live a normal fucking life. Yeah, to travel to Thailand to see my wife's yeah, family. Exactly. Vaccine yeah, they're not going to let you fly without Yeah. It, you know? Yeah. Um, so, what the fuck are we going to do? Do we just give in? I mean, I think we have to. If I want to go to Thailand, which I do, I mean, I could be like, I'm not going and I could fight the good fight. But at the same time, how, how much are you going to win? I mean, the system is so hardcore rigged against you. You know, we just saw what the system does with the Robin Hood thing. When the people start winning, yeah. pushing back, they don't play that game. Yeah, they just they shut that shit down. Yeah. Whitney Webb is getting her Patreon shut down right now because she's been just talking about COVID misinformation. And they're saying this is misinformation. And if you want your Patreon back, you have to take all the articles down that are misinformation. It's like, what are you talking about? This is like a high-level researcher that's breaking down the shit mainstream is putting out. You know, this it's it's so wild. The Patreon, dude, not even Twitter, not Facebook. People's income. It's, dude, the the wave is coming. It's coming hardcore. Coming hardcore. So, moving on to the next one, still medical-related, was this um, male contraceptive. Uh, so how do you feel about this? How do you feel about this uh, male contraceptive? That's I feel weird about contraceptives, period. I just feel like yeah. if you're turning off a natural process in your body like that, it's got to have some kind of... I, my, I, I, I imagine something building up in the body. 
because the process builds up the semen and then it stops it. And I just feel like something builds up that's not good, you know? Like when girls take it. I don't think it stops you from coming or building up semen. It just, it makes you infer for a certain amount of time. Right, right. I get that. I just, I I just feel like something's building up in there. Like, so you're, you're kind of anti, you're anti contraceptives altogether then. I'm not anti. I just feel weird about like taking them. I just wonder like, like how does my body maintain optimal form? Because if you haven't noticed, I'm in peak shape right now. You are in peak condition. How does it like, it's just a weird thing to fuck with the hormonal process in your body. Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't take it. I mean, it said there's no negative side effects. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's what it said. It said it, it's so um, starts male infertility in three to four weeks. And then once treatment stops, they become fertile again in four to six weeks and can produce healthy offspring. No discernible toxic effects were detected in either short or long term tryptonite treatment. Um, it meets all of the criteria for a viable contraceptive drug. So, I mean, it looks, from what they're saying, it's safe. They, now, this was on mice, so they haven't started human clinical trials yet, by the way. But, so well, if they're going to alter this is called tryptonide, and it's, you know, it's past men, animal testing, so now they're moving on to cl- human clinical trials soon. If they're going to have any impact on the way my balls work, they're going to have to test on a stronger animal, like a wolf or a, a bear. Rhino. An balls up here, an elephant. Uh, how I how the other way I feel about male contraceptive is it's the way to go of the two, because you yeah, can only one fucks up their cycles and shit like really bad. That's what I'm saying, man. It's like it doesn't just. It's like something over time, like a car that's not operating right. Over time, you'll wear shit out. It's like you're not your body's hormonal process is not operating fully. Over time, like what happens there? Uh, it's from Something's what I've heard. Tiffany says she wouldn't want to fucking take it. Yeah, but of the two, like, if it's only girls that have contraceptive, which is what it is now, basically, right? right. You can't bust. You can't. You can't bust just in any chick. Only the ones with. Con- but if you got the contraceptive, you can it's fucking bust everywhere. That's what I'm saying. So, this might be a really good thing. I didn't know how you felt go. about this. I think it's going to make the party scene better for sure. I mean, people this, are just going to be busted and busted and busted. Busting. I mean, this, Blue Chew. this is not going to protect you against, uh, uh, you know, other venereal diseases. Yeah. You won't get a, you won't get a chick pregnant, but your dick might rot off. Huh. You got to be thinking about that. It will make the party scene better, but I still think there's probably a place for condoms in this equation. For the party scene. Yeah, you're right. STDs, right? You don't just want to go taking that shit. Right. But yeah. this is good for, I guess, you and your lady, and you just want to bust in her all the time. You just ain't got to worry bust, about bust, it. Bust, bust, Hey, you want to knock a little baby out? Just stop, and you're good in four to six weeks. Four to six. I would give it like another 12 to 18 and eat lots of avocados just to make sure your system re- refreshes. You know, you don't want to make your baby, you make your system have a baby on its first day back at work. You know, you know, your first day back at work after vacation, you're a little rusty, a little slow. I don't want my system making a baby at that point. 
It's true. I get it going again. Wink it out for a couple more weeks. And then bust in her. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Cool. So male contraceptive. All right. So we're kind of for it, but kind of against it. I, I would say I'm neutral. Yeah, me too. Me, I'm neutral. I think it's better than. So we'll both agree on one point. I, I, I think it's better than female contraceptive. Yeah, because you get the bust. Because you get the bust, and it doesn't fuck her up for years. All right, so we agreed on that. Yeah, agree. Moving George, on. The George uh, Floyd bill. Yeah, so I, I was wondering how you felt about this one, too. Um, were you for this or against this? Well, well, here's the thing is that, you know, when you read it, of course you're for this, right? Because the whole thing is... You know, the police violence and we need more, you know, less police and then we're going to redirect funding to community things and we're going to, you know, make it. How do they put it? They're going to prohibit racial and religious profiling, redirect funding to community based policing programs. It would ban no knock warrants circumstantially, which I think no knock warrants are a good thing. You know, I'm all about your rights and your privacy. Yeah. And under extreme circumstances, do I think the government should just barge your door down? Yeah. But, you know, just like, hey, someone's in there with weed, fucking open up. And then, like, someone's like, you know, the grandma's in the kitchen and she's got an electronic thermometer. She's checking the turkey or she's, it's her COVID thermometer and she's checking herself. And they're like, drop the weapon, bump up on. They unload on grandma. Lord. And now we see headlines of people like cops kill innocent civilian who mistook the COVID temperature gun for a, a real handgun. It's like, fuck, this is going really bad. So, so no knock. So the banning of no knock warrants is a good thing. Um, I'm for that the, part. The, the redistribution of funding. So let's talk a little bit more about that. Where, where is that being redistributed? Redistributed. Redistributed. There it is. It's a hard word. It's a tough word, Red redistributed, because that doesn't sound right. Yeah, where is it getting redistributed at? Two. Redistributed. I think the accent might be on strip. Yeah, that, yeah. Redistributed. Yeah. Redistributed. Well, I don't know we're, where it's getting. We're trying to fucking talk about um, <laughs> antimatter and protons and then the, the atomic makeup. Yeah, or we got to say, I don't even know. Is that even a fucking word? Redistribution. <laughs> <laughs> We got to back up. I've been talking all day. This is ridiculous. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, Where are they redistributing it? I don't know, man. I mean, it seems like it would go to community uh, policing. I mean, it seems like first it would go to Flint to fix the water, right? (laughs) I don't think this is going to be part of of that bill. I mean, how fucked up is that? How fucked up is this, dude? LA got this whole new Microsoft tech system to scan for COVID and shit. Flint's still wondering where the water is. What the fuck is going on? Uh, what the fuck is going on with that? Do you know what I'm Why saying? Why is no like, taking responsibility for that? Like, we need to back up and fix Flint. And then we can get on to the smart schools and smart cities. It's like so many obvious red flags all around America. I can't help but just wonder like how are people still buying all the bullshit propaganda about i don't even know it's just the real issues are just so overlooked and they're right there in front of our face 
So crazy. And why are we not fixing all the f- actual fucked up parts of the country right now? Yeah, I mean, have we ever fixed New Orleans and the levee that broke? Did that, or just you know, the or yeah, did that ever get fixed? Or these really impoverished communities in Appalachia, like yeah, and like the nuclear material that's slowly drifting towards the Pacific Northwest coast from Fukushima. It's like in twenty or thirty years, it's going to be contaminated or something. Prediction like that. So wild. So wild. But LA's got this new COVID smart yep, school. LA, so bro, like LA has smart schools and we're giving corporations the ability to form governments. governments. I, feel, I feel really safe. Like it's a it's good time to be alive with Biden and Jill in office. It's just like, ugh, I need to heal. The last four years, I just need to heal. I just need to heal. But the, what got me about the George Floyd bill was that they banned chokeholds in certain holds, other holds, which if you think about it, is limiting an officer's ability to physically defend himself in what could be a violent affair with somebody. But he put him in a chokehold that was illegal. It's like, dude, this guy was trying to kill me. What do you mean I couldn't chokehold him? So it really kind of hamstrings him at a certain point. And that starts to lend into the conspiracy on the other end. Because on the surface, like I said, yeah, this is great, right? But on the other end, it's that other conspiracy. Like they're just trying to dismantle the authority structure in places that matter while also continuing to dismantle poor communities um, and increase that wealth gap between the rich and the poor because the economy, like people are really struggling right now. And fuck, um, what was I saying? So, so as, as communities get more dangerous and impoverished and the cops are more hamstrung in their ability to handle it because that's the whole thing why people left LA. Rogan talks about it all the time. The crime got bad and the cops can't handle it. They were told to stand down during those protests where people were burning and destroying. New York City's that way too right now. Yeah, that's what that's the whole thing. It's like people love these liberal places that are setting these standards for COVID. It's like, look at the numbers, dude. Those are the worst spots. And it's actually Florida. That's kicking ass. They haven't given a fuck since day one. And people still don't connect these dots. And it's so wild. Texas like, is wide open again now. You destroy the economy. You impoverish the communities. You don't bail them out. Violence gets worse. All that gets worse. And then the cops are hamstrung and can't do anything. So you just have this. It's like you want to make these communities safer. And provide more opportunities for the residents of these communities yeah so that they're and, and able the, to put more money back into the local economies and then it you know it starts the cycle to repair itself but instead we have just crime and kind of lawlessness and this like you said it, it, this apparent effort to try and um not only like defund the police but also strip them of necessary tools in some cases uh to that they can use to, to make these communities safer now that being said there definitely there's definitely some fucked up things that happen from the policing side of the world right with obvious racial profiling and obvious overuse of force and not only against just uh black and brown people but overuse of force in general in policing mm-hmm. overall 
So yeah. they're definitely both. You know, there definitely needs to be some form of reform there. Yeah, there needs but, to be like, from what I understand, less training with the police with guns and violence and aggressive behavior, because they're trained to de-escalate. And what you oftentimes see is them not de-escalating. They're just going in amped up with the right. us that first them mentality. So part of the redirecting, it's like it doesn't do anything because the cops losing funding doesn't fix anything. It probably just makes them more anxious and angry because you've got more corrupt shit happening on these worse streets and less, you know, so it could, because what they, like, what really needs to happen so. is like restructuring the training so that they go out there and they handle it not like amped up military PTSD guys that are just itching to get another shot on somebody, you know, I mean, to yeah. unload a clip on somebody that even if they did have a gun is uh, like, remember that black guy that ran away and dropped the taser, but they unloaded on him. That dude was so harmless. Even if it was a gun, right. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's a huge overreaction. So like, on the, on the other side of this article, there's a lot of slippery slopes and things left unaddressed that I don't think it's going to do anything. I think this might ultimately make it worse because prohibit racial and religious profiling. That wasn't already illegal. Right. right. Yeah, I know. Right. Like, what is this wordplay going on to make me think this is good? You read all these things like, oh, that's good. Uh, data collection on police encounters. That's good. We need more info. Well, uh, on immunity, right? Redirect funding. Oh, that's good. We'll put more money into city parks and we'll get kids off the streets. Like, what the fuck does that mean? So I just think it's a very ambiguous bill that might have some uh, some some dark shadows on the other end. Love to see play out. Yeah, well, it did it pass? Yeah, um, it passed. Also it. Um. Yeah, they approved it right when Derek Chauvin was going to trial. I wonder if there's some uncanny correlation between the two events happening at the same time. Oh no, absolutely not. Was that sarcasm? Yes. So is one distracting from the other? Is this article distracting from the trial or will the trial distract from this bill? Seems like the um, the, the bill would be to distract the symbolic. I, I just think it was symbolic. I don't know that it's a distraction because they talk about the trial in this article. Yeah, I was reading a little bit about that, how they have to they um they haven't agreed on the charge yet second degree murder but the judge thinks it should be third degree or something like that so they want to appeal and it'll take a few weeks to decide so they want to redo the jury because if they choose to charge this man with something because they will fucking riot if they don't yeah yeah they had hundreds of protesters outside uh the courthouse from what i read but uh what was i saying Sorry. yeah the jury they, they didn't want to solidify the jury yet because if you solidify the jury before you know what the specific charges are, it could lead to some blah, 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 which makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. If you don't know what the yeah. charges are in your picture jury. So something weird is happening right now in the trial. They're trying to rush a jury and, and they don't even have the charges. Picked. They do? I don't know. But I think the bill and this article would be to, dis if anything, 
if one is distracting distract from them from rushing the jury in yeah maybe? distract from the trial because you'll see that some good stuff's happening with the bill and the laws already so they must have this trial under wraps you know what i mean like the the bill comes first that looks really good and then the sketchy trial comes second that you didn't really pay attention to because everything seemed to be good that's a very very good point i didn't think about that but yeah, yeah. you got a point it makes sense to drop the bill first oh look you know we've already had our change We've already had yeah. to change from our justice for George Floyd. Uh, meanwhile, the dude that killed him still hasn't even gone to trial yet. And yeah. they're trying to rush a jury in probably to get him to trial well, and get him out. At this point, finishes. at this point, he's been in trial since the 8th. He started yeah. on, Today is the 10th, 11th. I have a fancy watch. Oh, damn it. I thought I was going to use my watch to tell the date finally. Fuck. I mean, we're, sit- we're sitting and literally oh. doing a podcast on a fucking computer with the date in the top right corner. Yeah, we couldn't have more calendars at our ease, at our disposal. We still don't know what the fucking date is. <laughs> yep. It happens right. to be 311 day today. Hey. Emerald is the color of an energy. I can't because that's illegal down here. All right, moving on. Yeah, you don't smoke weed. The Illuminati Telegraph. I like this next article because women's clothes help protesters skirt Myanmar's junta. So, um,. Yeah, first of all, why don't you give a break? Have you been following what's going on in Myanmar? Um, yeah. So what's the breakdown of, you know, the, the preceding events to this story? So they have a king in Thailand. Thailand, Myanmar, Cambodia, Laos is all that Indochina area, Vietnam as well. So it's king and military control. And they want democracy. So there's been uh, pro-democracy, anti-kingship protests happening, and they don't fuck around, basically. So in Myanmar, uh, I believe 50, 50 people so far have been shot and killed. There's, I saw a, a report, you know, one of those censored banned reports that don't make it on the news of a soldier dissident. There were some people that got out of Myanmar some soldiers that escaped Myanmar and went somewhere else and they finally spoke because Myanmar wanted them extradited from wherever they went, Turkey or something, forgot. Mm -hmm. They finally spoke and said that they were given orders from their leader um, which I believe might be Ong Hlaing. I have his name right here. I think you're right. Yeah, so they finally spoke, and I believe they said he gave orders to kill, just kill people. So 50 people so far have been just shot, including a 19-year-old. People are basically barricading themselves inside their houses and staying off the streets and videoing and putting up their military roaming through the streets looking for people that uh, criticize the government. Because they don't fuck around there. Uh, In Thailand, the king has one of his wives, multiple wives. He has one of them in jail for criticizing him. You can't criticize the new king. Uh, People love the old king. There's a division in Thailand between like the people who love the old king that died and his son that inherited who's like a crazy 
fuck face. Like you can't criticize and stuff. So they they just don't fuck around in that kind of a way. And so and your wife is your wife is Thai and she came from that culture. Yeah. So that's that's crazy, man. Yeah, so in Myanmar, what they're doing to peacefully protest because it's peaceful. <clears throat> it's just the military is straight up killing them. Um they're using women's underwear, long skirts called long yis, and used tampons strung up high on uh, strings around their house and communities to deter soldiers from walking under or near it. Because in their culture, women's underwear and garments are thought to suck power from men known as hapone. Hapone? Hapone. Oh, this is super interesting. Bunny. And like they, they, they are literally so superstitious uh, that they, they the have been seen. Pone. Yeah. But they're so superstitious that they actually, they don't want to walk under these, these ropes with these long, long, how do you say that? Long J? Long J? Uh, long Yi. Long Yi. They don't want to walk under the ropes with the long Yi um, on them. Um, so they they have to try and take it down. Yeah, and the soldiers the, the soldiers have to take it down. So they're forced into this position of either just avoiding the community or taking it down so they can go in. And and they're even painting their leader's name on some of their skirts. There's there's his name, Min Ong Min Ong Lang. Yeah, Min Ong Lang. Uh, they paint his face on him, which is super disrespectful. Um, yeah. I think that's a that's super cool that they have this this like peaceful way that they can play off of, from their culture to like yeah continue to protest and avoid the military from fucking up their democracy. I know, man. I would. I might move. Why to aren't we? Why aren't we? Why aren't we fucking helping the? Why isn't the U.S. military uh, dictatorship of the world helping out like these people here that are trying to establish a democracy in their country? I mean, stop the rule of a fucking militaristic dictator. Uh, dictatorship. I wish the girls around here would start hanging their underwears up all around. You know, <laughs> you this is for a an opportunity. Great, to talk about it. <laughs> it's a great, great. I mean, this is peaceful protesting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, they, theirs wouldn't lo- look like long ease, though. It'd be like little thongs and yeah, um, array hanging up. Maybe not. We we have some big girls too in my house. Bed sheet size panties. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want her in my community. That's extra protection. Oh man. Right here. You don't want to go around that underwear. That's gonna take all your pony. All your pony. Dude, that from a mile away, you'll be you'll be your legs will be heavy like oh <laughs> Oh, that's bad. Man, so some yeah, of the soldiers they don't go they don't like touch women or the or skirts be because it'll make them feel like they they're weak on the front lines. So I mean, these guys take it serious. I'm sure there's some people that are like, ah, I don't really buy it. You know, it happens, but it's a thing. It's a thing. And I, I really, I really respect the way that the, the the people are the the citizens are handling it. You know, they're they're like, we're gonna stay on principle, which is nonviolence. Yeah. We're gonna delay that violence to us to make sure we have less injuries from them. You know. Yeah. And our they're news doing, is still not talking about They're just about doing this it to, to delay violence uh, to them. So, like, if our news Very. pushed this story really hard, 
and all of big tech and all of government and all of media did their absolute damnedest to make us aware of the evils going on in the world and gave us like real ways that we could go about combating it dude we could change the world man but our system is so fucking dumb they're still talking about double masking and dr seuss and people are like oh fuck nazi trumpers it's like man these problems but it's people it's in direct correlation with the narrative of the news that's what's so trippy is that it's not actual problems people need to care about when think you know talking about the whole world right it's just what they've been told to care about recently because with during the black lives matter protests i always just refer don't to have this. enough time to look into any of this shit so they're just going to they're just to like reacting look, to stuff well yeah they're, but i mean I, you i get it dude like i we don't have time no one has yeah. time Everyone's working fucking 40 hours a week barely yeah. trying to take care of their fucking lives and you know they don't have time to go and scour through hundreds of different news articles to try and uncover what the truth is so i i don't blame the general person for not i guess fully being awake to all of the shit going on around us yeah but i guess that's why we do things like this podcast where we just uh can kind of uncover some of these things so you can start thinking critically about the news that you're receiving on a day-to-day basis in the headlines and on the tv and start to kind of see through the veil of of what the true messaging of some of that stuff might might actually be um, highlighting in the background. Anyway, yeah. But I just noticed when COVID hit, immediately all the culture shifted. Like it wasn't even laws yet. It wasn't even anything yet. It was just narratives from the news and mainstream media. And people immediately started acting different, wearing masks, staying away, staying home. It's like it didn't even become a legal government thing yet. And people were already kind of locking themselves down. And then when the George Floyd murder happened, all those same people from that same news, those same media outlets, the same propaganda, all went out on the streets in mass. They weren't afraid anymore because they protested. And then once it passed after a week and a half and COVID became the new narrative on the news, the next wave, the next thing, there's well, a new like wave. Back and forth between you could different... see people en masse reacting after the news narrative. You're right. It's, you could it, see it, it flopping back and forth. And I'm not saying right or wrong. I'm just saying I observed very yeah, clearly right. during COVID and Black Lives Matter I mean, it's never been so stark and obvious because so much happened in this. You know, it's been like this two and three year patterns. But this year, it's like a decade happened in eight months. So you just see this. You see all this motion in the culture. It's like, man, people are just reacting to the news. And the next thing happens and it changes again. The next thing happens, it changes again. It just keeps changing. People are still. Yeah. You know, like they're, I, said, they, they I see people say the news because they don't have the time to. Yeah, you just look at what's on the TV, bro. And what's, I'm seeing what's more people do two masks. I'm seeing more two masks around. Yeah, yeah. people are double masks. People are like so weird. Me too. And that's fine. Wear two masks. Yeah, it seems like it's actually worse down there in Louisiana. It seems like y'all are actually further down the rabbit hole of COVID restrictions than Denver is. And I'm surprised. I'm really surprised. 
I don't think we're further down because we're pretty open right now, except for, you know, the mask mandate, but that's it. Well, the, mask. Yeah, but we're not scanning our foreheads everywhere. I haven't seen people do that's, that yet. That's not a Louisiana thing at all. If you go... But it seems like it would be in Denver, though. That's what I'm saying. Like uh, Any retail store where, you know, if you go into a fucking Best Buy, you'll you notice... Work there? Huh? If you work there, you have to do it? Or if you everybody? Work there. Maybe that's what I'm missing. I don't see employees clocking in and out everywhere. Yeah. You work there. You have to. It's the it's the corporation's way of covering their ass. Yeah. The liability. Hey, they filled out a check. That's that's all that is. Has nothing to do with the state I'm in. So you're going to have to show a vaccine ticket at some point that confirms you got a vaccine right I'm sure i'm i don't know if I, they know that'll they be how it that, works though but i'm, they a, I'm, I'm predicting that is coming down the line yeah we'll see we'll sam see. Tripoli made a funny joke he said uh i can't wait to get my fake vaccine passport and that's <laughs> a great point it's like ooh, okay maybe i'll just do that yeah and then I'll get sick with COVID and be like, the fucking vaccine didn't work. See, fuck you got. No, it's just. So things that happened to Myanmar are pretty bad. Thai, Thailand was getting pretty bad. Um, and that's the kind of stuff that's going to come here. The more government and military and big tech. I mean, we don't have a king. We have an intelligence agency and the illusion of a president. Yeah. You know, we don't have the military on the streets, but... Um, you know, we got a lot of cameras and tracking and undercover agents and things happening. And when they need to be on the streets, the military will be on the streets. Yeah, we got the national. We're a docile enough um, population. They don't have to be right now. We're following. We're eating it up. We're following along. We're I mean, I guess I guess we do. I guess we do have That's the same. Side. The same optics that you're seeing in Myanmar with the military and people and guns. Yeah, of course. We, we did that already. We did we did that this summer with the protest. Like if you're yeah. in Myanmar watching America, you're like, oh my God, the military is on the streets. So I take that back. We it's got the same 6th. shit going on. It's happening now. Yeah. It's so, happening now. Just on January 6th, you know, they we just had that the what they call the insurrection on the Capitol, which could or could not be a staged event. Who knows? Um what do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I say I don't know because I just don't know enough facts about it. So I'm not um, going to make a conspiracy prediction. I yet. think maybe I think maybe the general gathering at the Capitol was organic. Right. But the absolute horse shit that happened that the media was ready to latch onto and run with to spin like, this whole thing out. Security there I think that was set up. People just let like kind of... Maybe they weren't let in. Like I said, I didn't watch all the fucking videos that are out about you know when they stormed it. So I don't know if like there was yeah if the security guards that were there just were like overwhelmed. Like I don't know. I'm I wasn't on the. Other, I'm taking other people's word for it. So I'm talking out my ass right now. But yeah. from everything I hear, there was not adequate security on hand, and there was footage of certain security guards just kind of letting kind of be like, ah, whatever, letting people walk through. Yeah. Did you see Tim Dillon's video when he acted like the guy with the horns? No. You didn't see that one? It was a good one. 
I would recommend people looking. It's a couple months old, maybe a month. I'd recommend any of of Tim Dillon's stuff. You can also go watch the video of him uh, with the lady we talked about last week. Oh my God. Did you watch that one? No, but I keep seeing. Didn't watch it. No, because I forgot. I keep seeing the screenshots. But we're about to. We're about to. uh, So I'm about to have to to bounce on this one. So I'll have an opportunity to watch it in a minute. But yeah, we finished all his articles. Yeah, we we knocked the articles out. Male contraceptions, Uh, imbalance, and antimatter. George Floyd bill. Uh, Used underwears and and tampons protecting communities. That one I particularly like. Yeah. And I'm glad I got to share with you my uh, my COVID experience, my COVID testing, light, a digital life experience for work. And that's yeah, man, kids, that's trippy. I don't have to do that with um, my jobs with walking dogs and delivering food. <sighs> Maybe I'll just quit dogs and deliver food. Fuck this. Yeah, man, come on, it's picking up again. Yeah, I need the health insurance. I got a kid on the way, but I would. Yep. 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 Anyway, but yeah, man, uh, had fun today. Yeah, this I was fun, a, man. Like in the po- weekly podcast, Dan. Yeah. Do you so, have any articles you want to do in the next one? I saved a bunch of them. I haven't read them, but I'm always saving shit. I, I'm. Yeah, I was looking through a bunch at work the other day, and I didn't save any. Um, but I'm gonna pull some up. Yeah, I mean, no, you don't have to, I'm but not, it's there. Yeah, I know. I need to, though, because you've been sending all of them. So I'm going to pull a couple up this week. I have no, like, problems finding the articles. They show up, and I look for them and stuff. So, I mean, you don't have to, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm going to do some see, digging. I know you see some interesting shit out there. Because yes, you're connected more. on the Apple side, the, the tech, the inside stuff. You know, you got some techie stuff on the, on the cusp, on the fringe, right? You know some yeah, stuff. I'll bring some, I'll bring some tech news. Yeah, bring some tech news. All right, I'll, I'll bring some tech news for next week. Okay. Hey, uh, Glass Brain, too. Fuck, I keep forgetting. Yes, I need to do Glass Brain. I'm did sorry. I send you the tabs, man? Did I still not send you those tabs? You I don't think I did, man. iCloud. I didn't do it. Dang, okay, I'm going to do that right now. Send it via iCloud. Okay, everybody check out golgothan.tv. Tuesday night stream. This Tuesday might so actually, and this might be a little weird for the podcast. My schedule is changing this week. I got a. It's another thing that COVID took away from us. Every year we used to go to a sales conference where we'd fly to Miami, California, you know, somewhere we'd all meet up as an organization, and it was actually really cool, right? We it, it was a lot of meetings and shit, but um, it was just a cool chance to connect with your peers across the country. Well, that's no more because of COVID. So now they're doing it virtually. Oh. You bro, fuck that. You have to participate. Yes. What do and you do? Sit there for eight hours on Zoom? Basically gonna be sitting there for eight hours on Zoom. Fucking what are they what are they gonna do? Have computer games that y'all play together and then like virtual know. snacks? Or it's just gonna be I haven't participated yet. I don't bro, know. one day or two days or what? This is insane. So I got my entire week is blocked off for this. So Oh my I god. Gotta I gotta be I'm off Sunday, Monday. I'm typically off Tuesday, Wednesday, which is why we do the podcast on Wednesdays. Bro, so I'll be where I'll be working Wednesday, but I think I get I think I'll be getting off early. So we, we'll be able to do I think Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday night. Okay. But it may also the reason I bring that up because it may affect the Golgotham.tv stream hmm. for Tuesdays. So, but I was gonna let the, the yeah. let every the listeners know you can always watch me either 
as the kettlebell killer doing a workout on Tuesdays at seven or playing PlayStation, talking shit with my friends on Tuesdays around around eight. So that's on uh, twitch.tv slash TV. Yes. And uh, yeah, anyway. We all stream a lot, though. Almost every night I see that. Yep, we're streaming right now. So each, the way it works is each band member has a night of the week that they stream. And there's five of us. So we stream five nights a week. It's never y'all's names in the email, though. It's like streaming with Lightning X Razorblade. It's like, is that Jai or is that, uh, who is that? I don't know what y'all's names are. And I never see Kettlebell Killer. How do y'all, how do y'all have each other named in Twitch? Is it y'all's individual usernames? Oh, or it's what? all for TV. Okay. TV. When I when I log, it should always I, be the name of the stream when you log in. Like those like cooking with Eddie or Overwatch with Jesse. Okay. Yeah. 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 Kettlebell Killer workout. Okay. I see yeah, that. It'll, it'll be Golgotha right. TV, but it'll be a name yeah. of the. Okay. Yeah. You check it out. We're always streaming. Check it out. Most um, of the time, they're just getting drunk on there, though. Anyway, still fun or, to watch. But uh, 30, four more seconds. We're at a minute, an hour and a half even. All right, so we'll an hour and a half even. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. I'll see you next week. All right, bro. Yeah, uh, good good podcast. See you, see Have fun scanning next. your forehead at work. Yeah, I will. Get the mark of the beast. I got to go stick a swab up my nose, too. Go take my weekly COVID test. Hey, dude, remember earlier I said that Bill Gates was a beast for, like, doing the vaccine and doing the tech stuff? Oh. He's, like, he's all over this global shit. You know, he's a beast right now. What if he, what if that's what the Bible meant by the mark of the beast? Like, he's a beast and we're getting his mark. If maybe the COVID vaccine passes the mark of the beast. Bro. Uh... We'll end it right there. All right. See you next week, everyone. All right. Later, man.